0: He's there, okay. We've got to move quickly this morning. Hello, America. Tony Sanchez was shot four times and bled on the floor of the Orlando nightclub for several hours. He is in his hospital bed right now. He is getting ready to go into surgery, but he has agreed to talk to us for a few minutes and tell us what that was like. We go to him right now.
3: entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Tony Sanchez was in the nightclub in Orlando on Saturday night. The gunman walked in and started shooting. We don't know his story. I have not talked to Tony myself. But uh, Tony is in his hospital bed right now and willing to talk to us before he goes into surgery in just a few minutes. Um, and I believe he's already been drugged, so he, he, he may be, uh, we may lose him uh, at, port- at portions of this interview. But we wanted to talk to him before he went into surgery. Tony, how are you feeling this morning?
4: I'm doing, doing okay.
0: How, you were shot four times. I know your arm is shattered. Where else were hey. you... Where else were you I hit? Was,
4: I was shot four times in my back, my lower back. And um, my left arm was destroyed. And um, um, that's about it.
0: Tony, first of all, our, our prayers are with you and everybody that was uh, in that. And, and thank you for talking to us. Um, thank you. Uh, what is your pro- first? What is the prognosis on you? When you're shot in your lower back, that is so scary. Uh, are you are you mobile? Will you be able to be mobile again?
4: Oh, well, so far they say yes. As far as my arm, they're still trying to reconstruct it because it was it was messed up pretty bad. They opened my stomach to see if any organs or my spinal cord was hit by any of the bullets and they consider it a miracle because none of the bullets touch any other organ mm. or the spinal cord.
0: Tony, what, what happened, what do you remember when when we've heard that people thought it was part of the show or there was something going on, when you realized uh, there was a shooter and people were dying, what What was going through your head, and what did you see?
4: Well, me and my friends, uh, Louis, who I lost in the shooting, he was my best friend. we were Mm -hmm. barely heading out. And then as soon as the the host announced last call, we started heading for the door. And that's when I started hearing the shootings. So my instinct, and most of everybody's instinct, was just to fall on the ground and cover themselves.
0: And was that when your friend was shot? And I'm sorry for your loss.
4: I I don't know, because we got separated. Everything happened so quickly. And he jumped to one side, I jumped to the other side. So I didn't see him anymore.
0: So were you shot at were were you shot at that first um uh, no. round how long no, were you I was not. how long were you on the floor okay and then and what did you hear and see and what happened
4: I would say you know I lost track of time and everything because everything happened so quickly but I would say I was on the ground um not shot Like about 20, 25 minutes.
0: And you were were fine for 25 minutes.
4: Yeah, I was like covering my head. I put my head under the sofa because when I noticed everybody around me, the shooter was aiming for the head. Oh, dear God. So my instinct was to just put my head. Under the sofa, so I could protect
0: it from any any shots or whatever. I, I'm I'm man. I'm sorry to to. Uh, this must be horrible for you to talk about. How many people were around you that had been shot in the head? That you were. I mean, I can't imagine those moments, laying there and looking at friends and people you it's, were just around. How many people did you see
4: around me? I could see five to my left side and two in front of me that were shot in the head.
0: Oh my gosh. What did you, Tony, what did you hear? You know, there's, uh, there's the, the narrative in America is, is changing on all different things. Was, is there any doubt in your mind, um, that this guy was an Islamic extremist doing this for Allah and ISIS or Islam?
4: Absolutely not. I don't... I don't I can't really answer that question. I don't... I don't know.
0: Oh, so you didn't hear anything? So when you say absolutely not, you mean, I? you don't know?
4: I didn't hear anything because all I heard was drone shots and Everybody was yelling and everybody was hurting. And all I heard was screams and more gunshots. And then the cops arrived. And it was chaos. And that's all I heard.
0: Tony, how how long did you lay on the floor bleeding?
4: It was a while. For like about an hour.
0: So you're there for 25 minutes at first, and you're you're safe. You have your head underneath the couch. Then the then what happened? The gunman comes up and is making sure people are dead, or what
2: happened?
4: Yeah, that's what I believe he was doing because at some point he stopped shooting. So I was like, "It's over. I am actually pretty much going to make it." Um I'm hoping it's over and the cops got to him or whatever. But then like five minutes after shots were getting fired again. And that's when I don't know where I felt him shot my back. It was very bad because the bullets went through my back and they came out and hit my arm also. So my arm was destroyed, and all my blood was just coming out of my arm. So it was like a pool of blood from everybody because there was too many people around me.
0: Tony, as you're getting ready to go into for for surgery again, um, A, we thank you for talking to us. When the, When the gunman was finally taken out, were you still still very aware, or were you uh, starting to... I was
4: mad, um, at one point when the gunman uh, kept on hearing the cops saying, uh, you have to look out because he's on the ground also. At some point, he threw himself in the ground, making it seem like he was one of the victims. So oh. the cops wouldn't recognize him. And um then after a while I heard from far away was a cop, the cop that was closest to me at the door asking me if I could crawl. And I told him I was just shot in the back. I didn't have no strength in my legs and my left arm was destroyed. So it was, I had to make that decision. It was now or never. So with the only good arm that I had left because I kept it hidden under the sofa protecting my head, I started just grabbing every body that I could see on the floor and pull myself by leveraging with the dead bodies on the floor and I made myself, drag myself all the way to the door when he grabbed me and he just carried me like a block away and that's all I remember next thing I know I woke up in the hospital and they said uh, I was a miracle something like that
0: Tony um, they're saying now that this guy people who go to this club have have seen him before several times did you ever get a look at him face to face? Or I don't know if you go to this club, have been there before, or if you've ever seen him before. But did that you same s- night?
4: I don't. I don't go to clubs. That was the first time I went to a club. But I could tell you this: the same guy when I saw the pictures on the news, he was there that night, just buying a drink right next to me at the bar.
0: You had seen after him earlier at the bar?
4: Yeah, after a while he left because I don't see him anymore. So
0: what do you take from all of this personally, Tony? What do you have you I mean, I know you're so early in on this, but what is the main thing that keeps going through your head right
4: now? I just got to keep on fighting can't give up and I thank everybody that's been supporting me and I just got to keep on pushing forward because if I'm still alive it's because you know God has a plan for me that's the only thing I can think of
0: Tony get well we'll follow your progress and uh we sure thank you for talking to us, and we wish you the, and the thank doctors. We will be praying for you and the doctors as you go into surgery here in the next couple of minutes. God bless you.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Tony Sanchez. Um, Amazing. Wow.
5: Wow. First time he's ever been to a club. Uh, that's, uh, wow. I mean, that's an incredible. And he saw the guy, out a drink right next to him. So I guess he was there, drinking, then left and came back in. As, I mean, no. And then just that personal struggle. Because, I mean, it's, it was an interesting question of like, what, have, what do you take from this? And you realize as the country sorts sort of, I mean, all the politicians move to politics and everyone tries to sort this stuff out. These people are still in the middle of trying to figure out how to survive. What is their, they're just the basics of human survival they're dealing with.
0: Imagine... Imagine putting your head underneath a couch and listening and watching from just that small space that you can see and being able to see five people that have been shot in the head and you have your head underneath the couch hoping that he won't shoot you in the head. And just for twenty five minutes, listening, trying to play dead, and looking at the people who or just didn't know anything either.
2: they just were just with you,
6: not knowing what to do,
2: what you should do? should you lay there and not move, should you try to move and help someone
0: be, be to be there too and and then have him shoot you, and you 're still alive how You must have struggled not to cry out in pain, not to make it worse. And do you notice what he said at the end?
2: Notice what he said at the end? I'm still alive. God has a plan for me.
0: God has a plan for me. God has a plan for me. I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but many of the politicians are saying, I saw this in Disney even, with the family, with the alligator. Our hopes are with the family. That's not who we are. It's just not who we are. Here's a a guy who is, the only thing, what did you get out of this? What do you get out of this? What did he say? I got to keep fighting. How many of us are struggling with that? Just on whatever it is we're dealing with. Think of what he's dealing with. i got to keep fighting. I can't thank enough for my friends and the people who are supporting me. Friends and family. And God has a plan. When it comes down to it, when we really are looking at things with perspective, and not about policies and not about uh, uh, politics. Those are the things that you come down to. That's what makes us 912 Americans. Which, by the way, did you see that Hillary Clinton is now talking about how wonderful 912 was? Were they not bashing me for A, exploiting 911 and then saying also that 912 was not that great? Now she is talking about the nine twelve Americans. Gosh. But it's it, she's right, it's true. Just thank you for finally recognizing it. It's true, and we all know it. But why were we those people? We didn't even wait a day to shake those people off this time. When nine eleven happened, we all dropped everything else and said we're all brothers you got to keep going, even though we don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know what we're going to do, we have to keep going. We're all brothers and sisters, we're all friends and neighbors. We have to help each other. And God still has a plan for us. Back in just a
5: minute. There's a GoFundMe for his medical bills that we should send people to. Um, It is uh, If you go to GoFundMe, and I'm going to tweet it out, at World of Stew if you're on Twitter, um, or you can search GoFundMe for Tony Strong, um, and there you will uh, you will see the uh, page. And uh, you do me a favor, and uh, if you do me a favor, and just um,
0: uh, make sure that I have somebody in the in my office have Michelle tweeted out on Facebook that yep. as well today. Mm-hmm. I think we should we should look to Mercury One. I haven't talked to them about this at all. I don't know if they're doing anything on it, but we should at least have them. Uh, alert them that all, a lot of people don't have medical coverage that are, that's covering this, even though we're, I don't want to get political. Um, but maybe they can help. But if, if you want to help his medical bills, we are all brothers and sisters. Let's take that off their plate. And now this. A few summer travel tips to help you protect your identity. Keep your ID and other important documents on you, not in your luggage. Don't put your home address on your luggage tag. Put your, put your mobile phone number on there and get LifeLock. We were talking before we went on the air about the DNC being hacked. The Russians were living inside of the DNC's computer for a year. Now, this is a foreign government tampering with our elections. And it doesn't seem like this is a really big deal. You don't think they got into Hillary's server? I'll bet you Hillary had less uh, protection on it than the DNC had on theirs. You don't think that the Russians are doing... Remember, the goal of the Russians is the same goal we had for them in the 80s. Collapse the economy. They're hacking into things. And they're trying to steal your identity. And they are selling it to thieves here in America. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Look, as we heard from Tony, it's the first time that ever you know he had ever gone to a club. There are bad guys. There are things that you can do to protect yourself. Take care of the easy ones, and one of them is by getting LifeLock right now, the best identity theft protection available. Get a special 15% discount off of your first year right now if you use the promo code BEC15 at LifeLock.com, promo code BEC15. It ends here in a couple of weeks. That's special, but get it right now. 1-800-440-4936, 1-800-440-4936. Use the promo code BEC15, 1-800-440-4936, LifeLock.com. Glenn Beck, Mercury.
7: You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program.
0: The call for uh, gun control is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Donald Trump yesterday said he wants to talk to the NRA about making sure that uh, guns are, uh, you're you're not allowed to buy a gun if you're on the no-fly list. Well, this guy wasn't on the no-fly list. And we've already had that argument before with the NRA. You can't take away someone's constitutional right. Ted Kennedy. It took him six months to get off the no-fly list. It's there's no recourse on that. It's wrong. We are
2: the Glenn Beck program. me. The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Did you hear that the Did you hear that the Mouse Police had warned the FBI about the shooter? You know he had he had he had been casing several places, including this, but he also was casing Disney. Now, Disney, can you imagine the security protocols that Disney has um, to make sure none of this has happened since two thousand one? Right. Uh, I mean, you go in and you start shooting people at Disney World or Disneyland and it's a totally different world Um, and and they know it. So Disney police are good. Mm -hmm. And uh, they found him and saw that he found that he was was pacing in April in
2: April. They reported specifically that they the the employees got suspicious as uh, he and the wife. Right. We're, we're casing. And, and we know now that he was indeed
0: casing and looking at a possible target of being Disney. But Disney went on to, got on to him. They alerted the FBI about this guy. The FBI, I mean, we, you want to talk about something that will actually work? We have a problem with the FBI. And I don't think it's the local guys. I really don't. I think there has been a management change. And for instance, with this guy, they came to the conclusion, the FBI's report says that it was the people who were reporting on him that were bigots and racists. So they did their investigation on him and came out and said, you know what, I'm sorry, you have to deal with all these racists at work. I personally think that this administration comes into it with that bias. And then, by the way, they have taken and strapped the hands and tied the hands of our everyday FBI agents where you can't look at certain things, you can't say certain things, you can't um, be, uh, be trained about certain things on Islam. I think there is such a bias against the people in favor of a possible extremist Now, I don't have a problem with, if you're an American citizen, coming in and having a bias towards that individual and saying, you're innocent. You're innocent until proven guilty. That's the way we should be. But I don't think it's that way. I think it is, you're innocent, and I don't trust the people. They're coming in with a bias against people who are calling and saying, hey, I I think there's something suspicious. So I wouldn't be all up in the face of the FBI if they hadn't have deemed this guy um, uh, clear. Okay, I'm not going to say anything about that because there are some times when you and I'll bet you FBI agents feel this all the time. They know the guy's guilty, but there's nothing they can do about it. But they know he's guilty, but they don't have anything on him. So they got to let him go. Now, they watched him for two years, then deemed that this guy was, was being persecuted by racists. Then Disney calls, and Disney says, the guy and his wife are casing. Was the mouse, I mean, you want to talk about a Mickey Mouse operation, the original Mickey Mouse operation had this down. And what happened? Oh, is, is the mouse house also racist? We're, we're, the problem with this whole conversation is we're not talking about what really matters. A, we're not, we, we move past the people who are still having surgery, like Tony, who is still in, I got to fight, I, I got to live, I love my family, and God's got a plan for me. We just blew by all of that. And we went to a narrative of, is this anti-gay? It's, it's, it, even though the guy was saying Allah Akbar, even though he called and left a message and said, this is dedicated to ISIS, even though he told his friends that he was going to, it wasn't, it, yes, it was about gays. But I can guarantee you it was because of gays because Disney would be too hard Because other targets were hardened targets. This was a soft target. And he could make his statement in this gay club. If you could get into Disney, I can guarantee you they would rather get into Disney. Because it's iconically American. So, we're arguing now about, you know, gay rights... Maybe this guy was just disgruntled. I've heard people again compare yesterday that that Christians are just as bad. The president, did you see Benjamin Netanyahu's speech on this? It was unbelievably strong. And he stood with the gay community and he said, we know this because we see it all the time. I mean, you have to remember, Israel is wildly progressive. They've been down the gay rights road for a very, very long time. And, and they're saying, we've seen this. And before, if it wasn't this, the week before, it was slaughtering the Jews in Tel Aviv. And then before, it was um, uh, doing, uh, killing missionaries in Brussels. And before that, it was again the Jews in France. And before that, it, it was the Christians in Erbil. They kill anyone who is different. That's what this is about. And we're not really even having that conversation. We are actually talking about taking the rights away from law-abiding citizens. Donald Trump, our champion, is saying that he's going to talk to the NRA, and the NRA has got to, has got to compromise on the no-fly list. Now, let me tell you what that means. If your name is on the no-fly list, good, ch- good chance you're never getting it off. And here's why. Ted Kennedy found himself on the no-fly list. It took him six months to get off. Well, that's
7: because of his Islamic extremism. Yes, I know. Uh, so, so Ted Kennedy,
0: Ted Frickin' Kennedy.
7: Just goes to show you that you don't have to be in Islamic extremism to wind up on that list. And
0: it shows you if it took Ted Kennedy six months, it'll take you five years. It's Ted Kennedy. If you ever get off. Yes, if you ever get off. There are, it's riddled with errors. There is no way, there's there's no way that you don't know what the evidence is against you. You don't, there's no recourse for the no. It's a secret list. It is the worst thing the American government has done in this kind of stuff. A secret list? I can't face my accusers?
5: I don't have a trial? You just say I'm done? And more dangerous than you mistakenly being put on one of these lists is the government deciding you are validly put on this list right. again right now the standard is okay it might be omar mateen although he wasn't he didn't even he wasn't on it standard he wasn't uh, on it however it could be you know a, a wanted terrorist god only knows how they use that power in the future what group they decide is too dangerous what group they decide is mentally incapable of, uh, of owning a weapon because you're on uh, Xanax or something like I, that. There, there is no way, uh, everything that they are suggesting right now, every
0: solution they are suggesting um, is either unconstitutional or doesn't work, has nothing that would have prevented this or anything else or both. We cannot start taking away people's constitutional
5: rights. You can't do that. Unless you want to do what the guy from Rolling Stone suggested. Uh, and, and he's actually a professor at Drexel. And, and I agree with him. We must uh, repeal the Second Amendment. I agree with his approach. Yeah, you, if be you want to do it, be honest and go after a repeal of the Second Amendment. Because every one of these things suggested as common sense measures should start with the sentence, uh, I want to repeal the Second Amendment and then ban AR-15s. So, uh, and whatever you want to say, AR-14s, automatic bazooka launcher guns, whatever you think it the problem is, it should start with that, right? Correct. Because it doesn't matter.
0: Right now they're going after the AR-15 because it has a magazine. Even though he loads didn't a use magazine. AR-15. Even though he didn't use one, but it goes for a magazine. Well, I have a hunting rifle that doesn't, that looks like a hunting rifle that also loads as a magazine. Those have been around for decades. It's not the AR. You can load one for multiple shots. They have been around for decades. So you're not talking about solving any problem. And beside that, if you want Donald Trump, you want people to be on the no fly list. To not to lose their constitutional right, here was the, what, what the compromise will be from the government. well we 'll make it easy for you to appeal. we 'll set up a system for you to appeal, and i 'm sure it will be easy. I 'm sure it 'll be just as easy as the IRS, where the IRS, you are guilty until you prove them wrong it 's the only place where Americans are guilty, and then you have to prove yourself innocent. The IRS. They demand these records. If you don't produce them, if you don't live up to they don't have to prove you're wrong. You have to prove you're right. Now they don't play that with the government. They don't play that with special favors. They can just lose their own documents when they're subpoenaed by Congress, and they don't have to worry about it. Oh well, we lost those. Dog ate our homework, dog ate our disk drives, and everybody's okay with it. But if you do it, you go to prison. On the no-fly list, it will be as convenient as an, a trip to the IRS. You prove that you don't belong on the no-fly list, and then we'll look at it.
7: See, absolute opposite of the constitutional way of going about things in this Shall not be hmm. infringed.
5: It's, if the first, you, it's Second and Fifth Amendment being Yeah, because you, I mean,
7: uh, you have to prove your innocence. Yeah. You're just
0: assumed guilty. Yes, when you're on that no-fly list. Well, yes. that's not the way our system works. And you don't, you can't face your accuser. You don't know what evidence they have. No idea. No. I mean, it's 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 completely. Unconstitutional. You know, they don't call
7: you and say, "Hey, by the way, uh, your name is going on a watch list. You can't right. fly anymore." You just show up at the airport and find that out. Right. Again, and you can't. Again,
0: you can't face your. It's a secret court. Right. It's a secret freaking court. I, on Americans? Now, if you want to be somebody, a foreigner, and you're on the no-fly list because we know you over there, and you're not an American, well, then I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. You're not an American. Now, yes, these are universal human rights, but when the rest, of the, the rest of the world agrees with our Bill of Rights that they shall not be infringed, that's when I'll let everybody else in the rest of the world enjoy the protection of the Constitution. It is unique in the world. And it belongs to every citizen of the United States of America. And you cannot change them. If you do, and I know everybody said this about, you know, if we don't go shopping, if we don't go shopping, the terrorists will win. On this one, it is true. If you change the Constitution, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. If you change the Constitution, It's still very American. You can repeal the Second Amendment because that's what the Constitution says you have to do to change the Bill of Rights or anything in the Constitution. You have to amend it. So that's very American. That's within our system. Everything else, the terrorists win. They want to change us. For us to start to become a... A, a state of gulags, secret trials. Um, uh, prove yourself innocent. Uh, we've proven you guilty. All of that makes us Egypt. It makes us Egypt. It's not who we are. Now, this simply safe. Protecting uh, protecting your home, protecting your family doesn't have to be difficult or expensive. Simply safe is simple. You own the system, and the monthly monitoring is fourteen ninety nine. Now, right now, Simply Safe has a special security system for you. It has the entry sensors, it has the motion sensors, the glass break sensors. This everything that you would need to keep your home, your valuables, and most importantly, the most valuable thing, your family, uh, safe and alive. And right now, this system, which you own, and there's no hardwiring. It's it's all it's all uh, wireless. You get $100 off of this package, complete protection for your home, and it's already a great value because you own it, it's inexpensive, it's really, really good, it's cutting edge, and no contracts. Let's say you, do, you don't want to pay the $14.99 a month for the um, 24-7 monitoring, but you're going on vacation next month. Cool. You just call them up or go online and you sign up for that month if you want, and you can cancel at the end of the month, and there you go. You pay 14 bucks just to keep your house safe when you're, when you're gone. And uh, if you feel safe and you just want the alarm system internally, you have that when you're at home. Simply Safe. It gives you control of your life. SimplySafeBeck.com. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get the $100 off. This is the amazing security package and freedom. SimplySafeBeck.com.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The Glenn Bank Program.
0: Okay, so here's... Here is a... uh, Here is a politician, Joe Manchin, talking about what the real problem is in America. You want to talk about losing your republic overnight. Listen to what is
6: seriously being discussed. The problem we have, and and really the the firewall that we have right now, is due process. It's all due process.
0: Thank you. Finally, somebody (laughs) said it. And did you notice the the, uh, reporter was like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. It's yeah. due. It's due, due process. process. You know what is due process? process? You have to be. You have to serve someone with a warrant. You have to have a jury of your peers. You have to be able to face your accuser. You are innocent prove,
5: until proven
0: there guilty. Has to be probable right.
5: cause it has to be probable cause. There's a whole
7: bunch of things it's, that go into it's it. Due process.
5: And why do we have due process for moments and people just like that? Yes. That is exactly why it exists. Know you what? I know what, I know he's
0: doing something wrong. I know he's doing something wrong. He just can't prove it, but get him. Jeez, but, but he goes on to say what the, what the great thing is, with due process, what we should have is, you know, if, if we suspect you of something, there should be a five-year period where you have to, you have to live the right way. And we just, you know, we just, you just show us that you're living the right way for five years, and then that that goes away. You're essentially, on parole, you're on parole for five years because somebody, without due, process, about you. without due process, without due process, yeah, you get a parole officer.
7: It's a good idea. Holy cow! This is Joe Manchin. This is one of the the, the most I'll conservative Democrats.
2: This is the Glenn
7: Beck
3: program.
1: Mercury.
0: Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Let's talk about the republic. Let's talk uh, about our principles and what makes us Americans. I would say one of the key things would be due process, that you, you have to have, if somebody thinks that you've done something wrong, you have to have... Some evidence. You have to go in front of either a grand jury or a judge and present that evidence. Then you have to go get a a warrant. Then you're pulled in. You're still considered innocent. Then I can face my accuser. Uh, You can't hold me uh, without charging me. You can't take away my rights. I am innocent as an American until you prove me guilty in front of a jury of my peers. We now have politicians telling us the problem with America is due process. Are we completely insane? I'm afraid to ask that question because I'm afraid the answer is yes. Please, as an audience member, please, let's all agree that due process is not the problem. We're going we're gonna to start there right now.
2: I will make a stand, I will raise my voice, I will hold your hand,
3: because we are one. I will beat my drum, I have made my choice, we will overcome, because we are one. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn
0: You know what's amazing to me? What's amazing is, as Stu just said, the word due in due process is pretty important. It's pretty important. It means it, you're due that. It it, 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 it it is your right, an inalienable right. It's part of the Bill of Rights that cannot be changed or taken away. Your due process. Now, why? Why do people come here from... Why did they come here from uh, the Eastern Bloc? Why do people come here from Cuba? Why do people come here from other banana republics? Because they're afraid in the middle of the night somebody kicks down their door and takes them away and you're never heard from again. This is the way governments usually behave. We are the exception. And this Western way of life has been the exception, not the rule, the exception for the last 100 or 200 years. This was a new idea on how governments were to behave. Now listen to Joe Manchin, a a guy who is a,
6: a big Democrat, Listen to what he's saying. The problem we have, and, and really the, the firewall that we have right now, is due process. Yeah. It's all due process. So we can all say, yeah, we want the same thing, but how do we get there? If a person is on a terrorist watch list like the gentleman, uh, the, the, the shooter General. in Orlando, he was, he twice by the uh, FBI, we were, we were uh, briefed yesterday about what happened, but that man was brought in twice. They did everything they could. The FBI did everything they were supposed to do, but there was no way for them to keep him on the next list or keep him off the gun buy list. There was no way to do that. So can't we say that if a person's under suspicion, they should be a five year period of time that we have to see if good behavior, if this person continues the no. same traits. Well, Maybe I'm we can come that. to that type of an agreement. But due process is what's killing us right now.
7: <laughs> That's
5: unbelievable. That is seriously unbelievable. This is a person who was elected into leadership of this country.
0: Yeah. And who took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States? You know, it's crazy. He's looking for of... common sense. He's that's what he's looking for. He's yeah. common sense. And the reason why common sense, we are trading away our liberties piece by piece for a false sense of security. What is he saying there? We had the FBI. We couldn't do anything about it. We kept the case open, but then it's not like they just were like, you know what? We can't find anything. That's not the truth. The FBI said that the people that were reporting him as a uh, as a Muslim extremist were quote racist bigots. So it's not like they just said, you know what, we just can't have it. we don't have anything on this guy. We just can't get it. No, no, no. They made the conclusion that he was wrongly accused. That's different. That's different. But what we're asking for is American citizens. Remember, first they came for the communists, but I wasn't a communist, so I said nothing. Then they came for the capitalist, but I wasn't a capitalist, so I said nothing. Then they came for the Jew, but when they came for me, there was no one left to stand up for me. Don't you see? When they say that we're looking at terrorist risks, we're worried about people who want to do terrorist activity. Did you see what the Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security said? That right-wing extremists are just as dangerous and pose just as big of a threat to the United States as radicalized Islam. That was yesterday, gang. Now, how are they defining right-wing extremists? And how many right-wing extremists have gone out and slaughtered 50 people? How many right-wing extremists have just killed 3,000 people? How many right-wing extremists have declared right-wing extreme jihad on our system? I'd like to see them. I'd I'd like to know who they are. We we should talk about them. We We should make sure that we know who those guys are. A little murky on who those right wing extremists are. How about you? I know that members of the Republican Party have called us extremists if you're in the Tea Party. I know the, the IRS has treated uh, the, the members of the uh, Tea Party Patriots and the 912 Project as, as extremists. You can't do process? And I brought this in for a TV show we're going to be doing. This is one of the one, one, of the spookiest things that I own. And I don't even keep it in my house. I keep it in our, our security office. And it sits high up on a shelf because I'm so freaked out by it. I don't even want it in my house. This is a chair uh, from the 1930s. And what's interesting is on what's on the bottom of the chair, I'll show you first, and I, I can't read it, but you see this is the Nazi seal of the, the government. And I can't even really read it, but it, it basically it says um, state security and the region of Germany that state security was. Now, the state security is our homeland security. That's what this was. This chair was as a part of the Department of Homeland Security or State Security for the Nazis. Now, the reason why this chair is stamped like that, because you could go buy a chair anywhere like this, this was a special chair. This chair has straps on it. So you are strapped in that chair. Now, who was strapped in this chair? Quote, persons of interest, due process, you are considered guilty when you sit in this chair and we will strap your ass down because you're a person of interest. We have some reports on you, yeah? This was a chair of interrogation and torture by the Nazis, by the state security, by their Department of Homeland Security, to make sure that the radicals were watched. And don't worry about due process because the state and the people of Germany are under attack by enemies, and we will find them. Nobody wants to think that the United States could become this, but it is only our Constitution that keeps us from being this. If you lose the Constitution, you have nothing. I'll show you another piece. This, behind Jeffy, is an old radio. Radio. We have freedom of the press. We have freedom of speech. We have all these freedoms... That, that are enshrined in our Constitution. Well, you can't let everybody just have any information that they want. We've got to monitor all of that information. But you can't control the airwaves, especially over in Germany. You're going to get bombarded with, with the BBC. The BBC is going to come in. That's why Germany, they figured, we'll fix that. This is an approved radio, and if you see over on the corner, the seals again of the SS. These were Gestapo-approved radios. So you could have this radio because it is built to block any voices that the state doesn't want you to hear. Do you think we're really not those people? You really think we're not those people? We are those people. Because we're humans. When your ideology... we're, we're, We're doing a new book. It's coming out in August. And it's called Liars. And it is... It is my word on the progressives. And... It is the real true history on the progressives and how it started and where the disease came from. You, who's patient 0? Does anybody know who patient 0 is on the on the on progressivism? Which country was patient 0 on progressivism in the 1800s? Germany. Germany, Germany was. We infected it. We Woodrow Wilson went over to study in Germany and all the elite said, oh my gosh, the things they're coming up with in Germany. It's brilliant. Those same progressive ideas they brought home. We started hiring German professors. It infected our universities with what fascism, socialism, nihilism that all came from Germany. And you give, that, you give that enough time and enough power, you put enough money and, an, and enough uh, blind faithfulness beyond reason to those kinds of philosophies and you become those people. You add the extra benefit of people being hungry or people being afraid. Oh my, oh my, will people line up to strap people in a chair or line up to make a radio that silences people's voices. Now those voices, they're just, they're just not approved by the government. That's it. You tell me the difference between what Nazi Germany was doing and what Iran is doing. You know what's amazing to me? We are talking about guns today. This is the reason why I'm sure Glad didn't want to do anything with us when I went to them a year and a half ago and said, they're going to start coming for homosexuals. Can we not stand together to protect homosexuals? You are glad. It's what you're supposed to be doing. I'm coming to you as a supposed enemy, ringing a warning bell, saying I am not your enemy. Look at what they're doing in Iran. They are hanging people from cranes because they're gay. Look at what ISIS is doing. They're pushing people off of buildings. They're setting them on fire and burning them to death alive. What do you say? We don't let that infection happen here. They weren't interested because they wanted to talk about wedding cakes. I want to talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I want you to be able to live your life as you see fit. I believe the power of the individual is sovereign. I believe you can say, I love this person. I want to marry this person. And the state has nothing to say about it. Just as, though, just as the state has nothing to say about what happens in my church. And who we want to marry. You can marry whoever you want. I can marry whoever I want. Let's leave each other alone. Let's worry about life. Isn't it interesting? We're talking instead of freedom today. Instead of protecting freedom. We are talking about taking freedoms away. And doing it without a court. Doing it without quote due process because quote due process is what is killing us. My friend. When when people have lined up for centuries been back against the wall for a state's firing squad, I can guarantee you none of their last words were ever. It's due process that is killing me. Now this. Beginning of the year, the Fed said they would gradually increase interest rates throughout the year. The only problem is the economy isn't growing. So now the Fed says they're probably, maybe, most likely going to leave those rates alone. Fat chance. What is Germany doing? Germany just went, their, their, interest, their interest rates went to zero. Zero. They're, they're on their way to Japan. They're on their way to having negative interest rates. Same with us. It's another way just to take your money. It's another way just to keep this thing going. They can't get enough in taxes. Let's get it through interest rates. Let's put your money in the bank, and the, you're going to have to pay us to keep us in the bank, keep, keep it in the bank, and all that money can go to the Federal Reserve. Isn't that fantastic? In uncertain times, you need things that are real, things that never change, no matter what man says, and that's gold, gold or silver. Then the gold standard, forever, literally forever. No matter what man has done, it always comes back to the truth. And something solid like gold. Please call them and find out if gold or silver is right for you. The industry's best new loyalty program. Groundbreaking. If you've already purchased from uh, Goldline, you've got to find out because they've got this great loyalty program going on right now to serve you, make things even better for you. Um, but also... Uh, You can get in the ground floor of it right now. If you're a first-time buyer, 1-866-GOLDLINE. Learn about their Purchase Plus and their exclusive bullion coins and their new loyalty program. Read their important risk information to find out if gold or silver is right for you. 866-465-3546, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com.
6: Glenn Beck. Did you miss last hour? Download the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now
2: Google Play Music. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is remarkable. The
0: times that we're living in and how fast we are decaying. If you missed uh, if you missed today's opening 15 minutes with Tony, he's in the hospital. He was, he was shot in the back four times. Uh, he told the story of just harrowing. Just told the story of him hiding, putting his head underneath the couch at the bar in Orlando because everyone around him on the floor was dead and had been shot in the head. And he realized he was shooting everybody in the head. He lasted 25 minutes like that. Uh, and then the shooter came up behind him and shot him four times in the back. And he still lived through it. Said the shooter got down on the ground and tried to pretend he was one of the victims. Um, and, um, and he finally got out. He's going into surgery today. It's, it sounds like it's at least his second surgery He was very groggy. They were literally getting ready to take him to surgery. Um, Sounds like he may lose his arm. Um, They're saying that he's going to be able to walk again, Um, but and he has no—he has you know no way to pay his medical bills and has a GoFundMe.
5: Yeah, there is one way, which is the GoFundMe. Uh, At least right now, um, he is. uh, If you go to GoFundMe.com and search for Tony Strong, is in Boston um, Strong, like kind of like Boston Strong. Yeah, Tony Strong. Uh, he's raising, raising money for his medical bills. Well, someone is raising money on his behalf for medical bills. So, yeah, I, think it's
0: his, I think it's his friend or yeah. his girlfriend, I think, was there uh, with him or a girlfriend. I don't know.
5: Anyway, so, a yeah, I, I will uh, just tweet it out again at World of Stew. I don't know if you've tweeted it out yet, Glenn, but at some point today well, that will be out there. And, and I mean, you know, support this guy because, uh, you know, he, this, is a, this, this is an amazing interview. Yeah. Listen to this guy. He's a,
0: I said, so what have you pulled from out of this? And he said, my family... Um that I can't give up, I gotta keep fighting, and that God has a plan for me. Really remarkable interview. You can you can listen to it hour number one on the podcast of today's broadcast. You can listen to it anytime. Glennbeck.com.
2: The Glenn Beck program. Look
7: Seven two seven back.
3: This is
7: the Glenn
2: Beck program.
0: When are we going to hear the nine one one tape from the killer? That seems to be important information, doesn't it? Yeah. It would seem to change the whole dynamic of why. 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 Why we not heard that? What, what. What is that all about? He apparently on there said that um, uh, he was um, an, uh, the the. Um, uh, he was for ISIS, and he you know, wanted this bombing in Syria to end. I mean, why are we not releasing that information?
5: Wouldn't that help shape dialogue a bit? It seems it's like it. It seems like he, um, from reports, and we're, we're you know, piecing together reports from different people, that one of the, that he called from the bathroom, or at least near the bathroom. So there's a people, couple of people alive in the bathroom that have heard him and have said things that he has said. Uh, so the reports are that he said uh, you need to stop bombing our con- uh, you know, countries in the Middle East and you need to stop bombing ISIS and that I pledge allegiance to ISIS and all of those things.
2: But uh, again... sure
0: would be interesting to hear it, wouldn't it?
2: Uh, the police department is uh, saying no. Uh, they're not releasing it. Why? At all? Ever? Department. Why? They're, they they uh, denied a freedom of information request uh, for the transcript. And they're saying that uh, the records being requested are exempt from disclosure at this time. And they give us st- at this Florida, time, they give a Florida statute.
5: Yeah. I mean, at this time might be there may be a reason we don't I don't we don't know what was on them. I mean, it's possible that they're holding them back for some legitimate reason. Um, but we don't, you know, because he also apparently did call uh, make two other phone calls, one to a TV producer and one to a quote unquote friend. Um, So I don't we know there there may be other information in there that they're still looking into. It's not impossible. It's nothing. But it is it is. You feel like we would have heard this already in this day and
2: age. It feels like these things come out like the day the next day. Uh, They come out all the time. We feel like we hear them. Oh, that just happened. Here it is. Here's the call. So, I mean, it's not it is an ongoing case. And there, you know, obviously are Florida statutes that they can fall back on. But.
7: An ongoing case. The guy's dead. There's no prosecution pending unless it unless he,
2: involves the wife. Right. Yeah. Or the yeah. friends that he presumably yeah. called.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's play cut 99 here from Donald Trump about Hillary Clinton taking money uh, from countries. Listen to this.
6: She took up to $25 million from Saudi Arabia. Uh, she took up to $5 million from the government of Brunei and Qatar and Oman and the UAE. I want to talk about their rights. In the three cases of, of Saudi Arabia, Brunei and Qatar, they actually allow the assassination or the execution of gays and lesbians.: right. That's right. Under, in Saudi Arabia, women can' drive, they can't vote, they can't go out in public without a male's per, uh, permission. They're told what to wear. They have a morality police, four male eyewitnesses for rape under Sharia. And my question to you is, she never until yesterday criticized these countries she never until yesterday said radical Islam
3: and that's because she was shamed pressure. into it that's because yeah, she was shamed into it by me and that's because uh, of the pressure I put on her but here's a woman who uh, takes all of this money from these countries and then she says she loves women and she's totally with the gays and the uh, you know the gays. The, whatever group you might talk about the gay lesbian
4: now, the gay lesbian?
3: so this is not How a can straight she lesbian be? then they want to kill the gays they throw them off buildings they actually throw gays off buildings, and she's Don't taking die. money, and I'm calling for her to give back all of the money she's taken from these countries, okay?
4: Okay.
5: It's okay. a magical way to make a point that everyone should agree with into an annoying
0: point. Okay. So now, but you haven't begun to be annoyed, because now let me go to Clinton. Uh, here is uh, Hillary Clinton uh, responding to Donald Trump.
3: He was born in Queens, New York, only miles away from where Donald Trump himself was born. A (laughs) ban on Muslims would not have stopped this. Neither would a wall. I don't know how one builds a wall to keep the Internet out. So <laughs> 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 not one of Donald Trump's reckless ideas would have saved a single life in Orlando. You
0: know so what? You can Neither of yours. about their gun control Neither of yours, Hillary. Neither of yours. You're both None of them. worthless yep. on this. It's both of you are worthless so on this. So
2: passionless, nothing.
0: Uh, listen to this. Cut 295.
3: What Donald Trump is saying is shameful. It is disrespectful to the people who were killed and wounded and their families. And it is yet more evidence that he is temperamentally unfit and totally unqualified to be commander-in-chief. of course he is a leader of the birther movement which spread the lie that president obama wasn't born in the united states I guess he had to be reminded Hawaii is part of the United States.
0: Okay, I just would like to stop here. <laughs> she is her campaign is the founding member of yes. the birther uh, uh, campaign. It came from her, so the birther <laughs> movement came from her. Yes, Donald Trump is the president of that, but she's the founder. Of that organization, she denies
7: that, of course. Of course, she does. But Although the, from her, it came from, from her, her organization.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was. A, it was. A, we can actually find there's quotes from an internal memo leaked that was that was their intent yeah. to, to try to put put Obama when he was they were campaigning against Obama in 2008 as an outsider. And, and, and she's trying to say that Donald Trump. I'm just. I just want to show you how how ridiculous
0: both of these guys are. Uh, she's trying to say that uh, you know he's unfit because he's a conspiracy theorist. I seem to recall vast right-wing conspiracy coming from her <laughs> mouth. I also, you right. know, you can't trust him because he lies. You lied to the families of Benghazi and spread another conspiracy, and that is that it was about this film. I mean, these really people true. are just
7: it's ridiculous. Really true.
0: We're, yeah. doomed. And- <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> By the way, we are. We
7: are. And, yeah. and something that nobody ever talks about is that the vast right-wing conspiracy that was indicting her husband over the Monica Lewinsky was right. <laughs> yes. It wasn't a conspiracy.
6: It, it was, was the rough.
7: truth. Yeah. The, the truth. The vast right-wing truth that your husband was doing Monica Lewinsky. And he got caught and he lied about it. And he sold secrets to the Chinese.
0: It just kills me that these two, these two <sighs> are battling out for the it's high like ground. Like it's him. like you're both in the valley shooting at each other. I mean, there's no high ground right. between either one of you two. Now, um, word has it. Well, first, give me the story from Politico on the supporters or for the, uh, the, uh, the deep pockets of the GOP. The deep pockets are asking Donald Trump to reach out. Talk to us. Ask for our support. Tell us Make what you're going to do. Make the case that we should put $10 million into you. Donald Trump would do this with every bank. He would court the banks. He would, he would put on dog and pony shows for banks. He would do whatever he needed if he wanted a casino. He won't call the deep-pocketed investors for the GOP.
5: Yeah, uh, this is from Politico, who has the story. And there's a lot in here about, it, it's just infighting, essentially. Like, you know, the, the, the Trump campaign is trying to take control of things. The RNC is trying to get control. I mean, there's a lot of infighting going on. The, the, the title of the article is Trump's relationship with the RNC, Sours." Uh, but one interesting part in there, I thought, it was that he was given, he pro- had promised to call two dozen top GOP donors. He was given a list of more than 20 donors. He called only three before stopping.
2: After three calls, though,
5: you get tired.
0: <laughs> but how are you going to finance your campaign? that That's the question. I don't care if you agree with him or don't agree with him or whatever. How are you going to finance your campaign? He's got no big donors that are really stepping up. He won't court the big donors. And you could look at that as a badge of, of honor, but the Democrats have boatloads of money. If you're not willing to step up to the plate and say, hey, I... I you know, I, I, I would like your help. Who wouldn't do that? You have to have the money. He's now, not going to self-fund the
7: general election campaign. He said
5: he was, of course, going to self-fund, he's but not he's not, going, not going, to. going to. You can't.
7: Uh, you can't. Uh, last time, Barack Obama raised $1.1 billion. That's
0: more, than, that's more than Donald Trump actually has.
5: And it, I, well, I mean, not according to him. On hand, yeah. I mean, there's no way he has that kind of oh, liquid cash. He has $10.5 10, billion. Dollars. <laughs> oh,
7: no, according to Donald Trump. Even
0: if he did, it wouldn't be liquid like this. He Even has if less if he than a billion just... dollars. I bet you ha- less than half a billion dollars. But anyway, go ahead.
7: But anyway, um, so the Democrats will be raising, you know, a billion godly amounts of money. Uh, maybe $1.5 billion, $2 yeah. billion this year. He's not going to spend
0: that kind of money, and he'll lose. And he thinks, and he'll lose. perhaps, he thinks that he's going to get the free media. Yeah, that is what that, I think. That, that free media is over, dude, in a positive way. They yeah. were breaking away. Yesterday, they were breaking away to Hillary Clinton stuff over Donald Trump. He's 11 points behind. That's amazing. He's 11 And it's not getting better. Behind. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's getting much worse. It's couple here's, of, what, here's what's really important, and then I'll let you go. Sure, Here, yeah. here's, here's what's really important on those in the uh, in the polls it's showing that the american people agree more with him than with hillary this is critical to understand it's not like people say oh no hillary's hillary's the one and i agree with her policies they actually agree more with donald trump's policies on some on yep. some and big thing like terror and uh and the war for sure terror they are with his in his direction and not her they think that he's he would be better at it than she is. Yet it's not translating. His numbers are going down and his negatives are going up, so much so that um, people on the people in the Democratic or the Republican Party now believe he's a loser. Now believe he's done. He's done. The people who were supporting him on the Hill are now saying internally.
5: He's not going to make it. This is going to be a bloodbath. And, and it's, it, we don't know, if we know what's going to happen, obviously. But uh, there's a big story today about how, how Hillary Clinton's going for the, for the jugular early. She's going to dump tons of money in early advertising to just end this thing. Um, and she thinks she has a window. I don't know if that's going to work. Who knows? I, don't know. but, I mean, again, I, and to, want, to address one point you, you mentioned there, the Orlando situation, which should be a situation in which he triumphs. Uh, The polling coming back on that has how did you handle the Obama's uh, or the uh, the shooting? Barack Obama, uh, his he's like plus eight or plus nine in that nationwide. Hillary Clinton is plus two. Donald Trump is minus twenty six. Oh, my gosh. Minus twenty five. Oh, my gosh. Now, that I, I, is an obvious win. Well, that for should him. be an obvious win. Obvious right? win for him. I mean, again, not, and you know, it's hard to talk about wins, especially in the context of what no, we I know. Today, but we're but, you know, talking here in the political in a political context. sense. That I mean, that, this is a this is something that he should be. And by the way, tried to take advantage of. Came out and said, I know people are congratulating him about me. He wanted to make that into something, uh, in which it would work for him, thinking it was a strong point. And so far, it's been a disaster for him. at least as far as the Holy polling flex. Um, so I, you know, I, it's
0: it's not it's not looking well, good. Here's one of the guys who was supporting him, cut two ninety eight, Paul Ryan. Um, here's a guy who you know has endorsed him. Listen to this,
5: Speaker Ryan. But you said that Donald Trump's call for a ban on Muslims coming into the country was not conservative. And Chairman McCall has said that type of inflamed rhetoric can actually help the recruiting of ISIS. Was Donald Trump wrong to double down on his Muslim ban? No, I I stand by
6: my remarks. I bet you do, too, as well. Um, I do not think a Muslim ban is in our country's interest. I do not think... It is reflective of our principles, not just as a party, but as a country. And I think the smarter way to go in all respects is to have a security test and not a religious test.
5: Constitutionally do you think Donald Trump, if he were president, could enact a ban on both that's a and
6: question. That's a question about immigration law. And you can go into the nineteen fifty two immigration naturalization act to, to determine whether or not th- that the president has that kind of discretion or not. Last
0: you're going soft. Everybody's going soft on Donald Trump. They're starting to back
5: away from Donald Trump. The uh, governor of Maryland, Republican, has said yeah. he will not vote for him. Not good. Um, but listen to this, this. I thought this was an interesting analysis quickly. Um, Trump, this is from Nate Silver, uh, 538.com. Uh, he says uh, he's talking about what 's going on right now with Trump. I think he learned some bad habits in the primaries in a seventeen way primary trump 's ability to dominate every news cycle paid dividends with just two candidates it 's not as helpful and can be harmful in the primaries. Trump had to hold on to his plurality and keep opponents off balance now he 's behind, and his base isn 't enough in the primaries. Trump had the element of surprise, ran gadget plays now Clinton's seen his playbook and had six to nine months to prepare. Trump can win. It's early. Polls fluctuate. Clinton has problems. But can he win without a change of course? Recent data says maybe not. Not only is Trump not pivoting, he seems to think the primaries proved pivoting is for losers and he shouldn't change a thing.
0: Wow. Now this, you're busy. You got a company to run. You need to hire somebody to help, but you're too busy to post on all the job sites. So what do you do? You're in a pickle. Are you going to be any less busy tomorrow to get to that? With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post on 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find the candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails, calls to your office. You can just quickly sc- screen the candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. ZipRecruiter, been used by over 800,000 businesses, including ours. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash back. That's ziprecruiter.com slash back. Try it for free at ziprecruder.com slash back.
3: You're listening. You're
0: listening.
2: To the Glen Beck program. The Glen Beck program. Mercury. This is the
7: Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com.
0: Stu has the birther memo from the Clinton campaign. Who gave birth to Barack Obama? His birth certificate isn't real. Clinton campaign.
5: They refer to it obliquely, but all these articles about his boyhood in Indonesia and his life in Hawaii are Gerritour showing his background is diverse. Save it for 2050. It also exposes a very strong weakness for him. His roots to basic... American values and culture are at best limited. I cannot imagine America electing a president during a time of war who is not, at his center, fundamentally American in his thinking and his values. Every speech should contain the line that you were born in the middle of America to middle class in the middle of the last century. And the basic bargain about the deeply American values you grew up with, let's explicitly own American in our programs.
0: Oh my gosh, from the progressive hillary clinton campaign oh they will do and say
2: anything the glenn beck program mercury
0: got a couple of things to go over with you this hour. We have Omar Bateen in a uh, documentary, an anti-BP documentary, which is uh, all kinds of fun. We also have uh, uh, Tony, who was on with us a couple of hours ago, and in an interview, was absolutely riveting. He is a guy who was um, at, the, at the club this weekend. He was shot four times. He was just being taken into surgery, but he told us what it was like laying on the floor Surrounded by dead people who had been shot in the head, trying to survive himself, clawing his way out, climbing over dead people to get out. It, it's unbelievable. We'll recap that at the uh, bottom of the hour. Um, also, uh, a couple of other things. An amazing story about, I mean, I don't know about you, but I need some good news from time to time. Got a really sad yet happy ending story of a kid with autism in Florida. Um, where nobody wanted to come to his birthday party. Mm. And apparently that happens year after year after year with this kid. And so his parents decided to do something different this year, and it's worth telling you about. And we start with, oh, can people get out of themselves and get a life? We start with an amazing speech given at, what university, Pat? University? Missouri, Missouri. Dummy Central. Uh, they're, they're holding this vigil, this nice vigil for what had happened for the victims uh, of the shooting over the weekend. And somebody from Black Lives Matter steps to the microphone and by golly, she's afraid. Uh, she doesn't want to be a victim anymore. But boy, does she not sound afraid. And uh, does she paint herself as a victim? You have to hear this amazing speech. We begin there right now.
3: Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glen Beck
0: program. are awake or asleep? <laughs> that's it's keeping you awake. <sighs> Welcome to the program, America. We have an amazing piece of audio that really speaks for itself. Here's a Black Lives Matter individual's uh, standing up, University of Missouri, to uh, to just lend her voice in support of the victims in Orlando.
1: I was really nervous to get up here because there's a lot of white people in the crowd.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that wasn't a joke. <laughs> no one laughed,
0: so. No, she did. That
7: wasn't a joke. <laughs> wasn't a joke. Was a joke. Really uncomfortable. Bar. Really weird. All right, good.
1: I wish this many people came out to our racial demonstrations and our Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm.
7: Uh-huh. Oh, we should applaud.
1: That's an uncomfortable moment. Let's applaud. Yeah,
7: she wishes we'd come out to her Black Lives. Good for her wishing. Good. Good for her wishing.
1: Yeah, I love that she's. Wishing. I'm wishing. Well, I, I I don't want to stand up here and be angry because this isn't this isn't for well, me.
7: And yet I'm going to. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm
1: going to be angry,
0: <laughs> and I'm going to make it about me.
7: Yes. This isn't for
1: you. It's it's for the people that we lost, mm-hmm. right. and the people we may lose tomorrow, yes. and the yes. people we lost yesterday. Right. Uh, but you're going to continue uh, to I make thought I'd take you. the moment to just like list out right. some facts that God. many of you oh. probably don't know um, because mm-hmm. you're white. Jeez.
0: I mean, it's, well, ah, it's never ending. It's never ending. No, but you know what? Let's not see color anymore. Gosh. Right. Let's, exactly. let's not see color, but you're, <laughs> I got to see her because you're white. And by Who the way, stand out.
7: I, I, you know, maybe it deserves to be mentioned that they panned out to the crowd and there were, you know, a few hundred people there. I saw one black person. So you could also say the opposite. Why aren't there more blacks at this rally? You know, you want the white people at the Black Lives Matter... Where's about? Ba- where's the black people here?
0: Good thing that you weren't in that crowd. I mean, it's probably a good or thing. we the next yeah. speaker because <laughs> I have a feeling you might have pointed that out. <laughs> I don't want to make
1: this I about her. I would have, but I'm going. But I'm to. going to.
0: <laughs>
7: I'm
1: tired of the black and white dichotomy mm. that happens every time we talk yes. about race or anything. And that yet goes on I'm promoting country, it.
7: Right now, we
1: never take the time to consider the mm. shades in between, like right. mine. And I, as much as it is awesome. Can I ask you awesome. what does she
0: look like, Pat? Have you seen her? Yeah. Does she look strung out because she's like, I don't know, I just want to see. <laughs> she sounds a little either really super mellow as a person all the time because she's very, I'm very uh, worried because... You're all white. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like she's nervous or worried at all. Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, no,
7: she looks relaxed. I don't yes, think she, she looks strung out though. Okay, June Jeffy? No,
0: no I don't think know. She, she looks right.
7: pretty no, normal. So
1: many people here today, but, but it's like, who are you really here for? <laughs>
0: Can you imagine having a a real conversation with this individual? Yes, that's what I think. This is the kind of, honestly, I mean, this is the kind of conversations when I would smoke pot in my 20s, that's the way we would talk to each other at about 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah,
2: because you think you're smart. Yeah, and you're like, you
0: know, and... because that wasn't, that, a that wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way. That's the way at least everybody I ever smoked pot with when I was 20, that's the way we sounded.
2: That's a that's a dichotomy. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I'm tired of the dichotomy of dope smokers (laughs) talking about deep issues at two in the morning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you uh, here?
0: All right, so anyway, go ahead.
7: Oh, that's it? Yeah, yeah. That's all I could take. (laughs) She went on for quite a while. Mm. and And it was about the Orlando victims who were... By the way, mostly his well, you have to out-victim each other
0: yes, yeah, you, you're not it, 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 once the once the left is done eating the right, it begins to eat itself, and wait a minute, how come the gays are getting more attention to the blacks? How come the Hispanics right. are getting more they, they'll just start eating themselves
7: and there's There's a lot of reasons why you don't have that number of people at your Black Lives Matter rallies. For one thing, a lot of the Black Lives Matter rallies are over things that um, you're making something out of that isn't there. You're making something out of police brutality when a policeman was perhaps defending himself. Or or the fact
0: that... Listen to Whitey.
2: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Listen to to Whitey. Whitey. We're
0: all thinking about it. Listen to this honky on radio. Corporate radio just spewing his Whitey trash yep i'm just
7: just sick of that dichotomy you know (laughs) i'm just sick of the dichotomy
0: Uh, speaking of police officers police in florida went above and beyond at a boy's eighth birthday party little eight-year-old boy named daniel his parents say this is not the first time that no one called to say that they were even coming or not coming to their son's birthday party you ever had this happen to your child the, the, the One of the most heartbreaking times I have ever had was... Uh, and it was the first time I ever heard my daughter say, it's okay, it's okay. You know Mary, she's like the most positive person in the world. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's okay, it's okay. Oh, that hurts. Oh, the first time. Now, she says that all the time now. And, um, but the first time I heard her say that, her mom and I were at home, and she had come back from school, and it was like second grade, and one of her friends was having a birthday party. And um, she said, everybody got an invitation but me. Wow! And we were just devastated and didn't know what to say. But she immediately followed with, it's okay, it's okay. She's going to have a great birthday and everybody's going to have a great. And, and we were like, okay, Mary, that's great. We we, we, we Neither her mom or I could even like... Just We couldn't even be around her. Our hearts were broken so hard. We went upstairs into our bedroom, and we both cried for like 40 minutes because she was so sweet and so positive and wanted to have everybody else have a good time at this party, and she had moved into a place in her head to where it was truly okay for them inviting everybody, and it was somebody who she thought was her friend, everybody else but her broke my heart. And I know lots of parents go through stuff like that. I mean, there's always something in your child's life that will just destroy you. That's why you should never have children. <laughs> Amen. right? There's just too many times oh where they gosh. break your heart. Anyway, um, so Daniel, an eight-year-old kid, his parents say this happens all the time at his birthday party. He has autism. And Nobody calls, nobody he invites everybody, and nobody comes. And so they're coming up to his birthday party, and nobody has called to say, yes, we're coming. And so they don't want him standing around the birthday cake alone anymore. Daniel thinks the police officers are superheroes. He loves police officers and thinks that they're superheroes. So mom and dad called the uh, Northport, Florida Police Department. Uh, I want to make sure I have that right. Yeah, Northport Police Department. And they went in and they said, look, we have, um, in fact, let me give you this. This is the department. Uh, They posted this note. Um, it was. It's my son's Dan, Daniel's eighth birthday party. No one said they were coming to his birthday party. Both my son, both myself, and my father were heart and, and his father were heartbroken. He absolutely adores the police and calls all of you superheroes. He's autistic, and making friends is extremely difficult for him. His father Dan and I remembered the past two years of no one showing up for his birthday parties, and he would spend the day crying that he had no friends. We we can't let this happen again. Uh, So when it came closer to the day of the party and nobody called, um, we want to be proactive and bring invitations to the police department. They stopped by and they gave everybody in the police department invitations to the party. And the guys were standing there, you know, at the desk and they were like, okay, well, no promises that we can come to your son's eighth birthday party. But, you know, we'll see what we can do. The day comes. The time comes from the birthday party. No one is coming. Everybody is standing there with cake and ready to go. All of a sudden, whoop, whoop. And Daniel runs to the window, and he sees a whole line of police cars coming down the street, and they all pull into his driveway, and they all celebrate his birthday party with him. That is who we are. Now this, by the way, if you live in Florida or Northport, you shake the hand for me of a police department, of a police officer there and say thank you for them. That is exceptional. Burglaries spike in the summer, so make sure your home is is safe and make sure it's Simply Safe. Right now, Simply Safe has a special security system at a very special price. Now this system is all um, uh, wireless. And so you don't have to uh, have any special wires, but I've installed it in my, in my daughter and son's house. Um, it's really easy to install. I mean, really, honestly, I should tell you about the... I should tell you about the Blinds experience with Blinds.com. When they say, money-back guarantee, and they'll replace it if you mess it up, they mean that they'll do that. And I, I can testify that they'll do that if you mess it up once or twice or even the third time. No one could. No one will, could do
2: that, though. Right?
0: Nobody, nobody could do that. do that, right? Sure. So anyway, I'm not real handy. I installed this with my son-in-law, um, and it's what keeps my family safe. Simply safe. It is. It is um, the best system on the market. It is the new way to do it. Uh, you have the glass breaks uh, sensors, the entry sensors, the motion sensors, uh, the keypad. You have everything you need, and. If you don't have the money to be able to afford the 24-7 monitoring or you just don't want it all the time when you're home, you don't have to have it. There's no contracts. But let's say you're going on vacation next month. You put this into your house, you get it all wired up, and then you say, hey, I want you to monitor. They'll monitor for that month. Next month, you just cancel and no big deal. There's no contracts. You own the system. It is the best. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get $100 off the package right now at (laughs) SimplySafeBeck.com.
2: The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I will talk a
0: little bit about another good story that happened this week is Chick-fil-A, a, uh, a company that has been deemed anti-gay. They're kicked off all of the college campuses. Uh, you know, they're just hate mongers. Did you hear what they did as people were lining up uh, to give blood uh, over the weekend on Sunday? Chick-fil-A is always closed. It's a very deeply religious company. Uh, and they're always closed on the Sabbath. They're always closed on Sunday. And uh, they decided on their own, the local Chick-fil-A, to open on Sunday because so many people were going to get um, give blood. Now you'd think, oh my gosh, those greedy capitalists are sitting there with all those lines of people who are hungry. No, they went in, they opened Chick-fil-A, not for business. They went in, made all the sandwiches, made all the food, and then delivered it to the people who were standing in line to give blood. These are the bigots that are doing it. On the other hand, the open minded people of Black Lives Matter, they go to a rally of support and they stand up and say, you know, where were all you people on our stuff? Uh, We're persecuted, persecuted, persecuted. Chick fil A, they have tried to put out of business. They have boycotted. They've tried, yeah. They have, they have. Mm interfered with their businesses, mm-hmm. they have stopped their growth in college campuses and gotten them kicked
5: off of some college campuses, have smeared them as haters. Yeah, the, the Boston mayor blocked a Chick-fil-A franchise um, over their belief that they were homophobic. Um, I mean, for at least a while. Uh, cities have threatened to remove them and uh, because they supported traditional marriage, I guess, back in the day. It was their big sin. And look uh, at... And are they the ones standing up and saying, hey, how about us?
0: How about us? How about us? No, they went and served. Quietly. How how is it that America cannot see the difference between good and evil anymore? Seriously, how can we not see the way we're supposed to behave? I I used to think Martin Luther King was right. I, I, I hope he is. That if you would put good versus evil side by side, you would know. I'm not sure that America even has that radar anymore. I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean,
7: you're not going to get any resistance from any of us here.
0: I was hoping <laughs> one of you us... guys would put up a defense, <laughs> <No>. but... <laughs> I
5: know.
7: We've been a little beaten down over the last few years. And uh, this last year was probably worse than the previous seven. Yeah, I think so.
0: You know, because it was our side letting us down. Yeah. And I realized for the first time, I've always believed they surround, we surround them. Doesn't feel like that, no, does it? I don't think it's even true. Yeah. It's not true. We are... You know, we used to believe we were the silent majority. Well, silent no more. Uh, no, no, we're not the silent majority. We're not the silent majority. We are just silent and a minority. Hey, isn't that fun? <laughs> we're not the silent majority. The whole "we surround them" thing. Remember lie. that? Yeah. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a lie. No, I think it, it was. was I not thought not we lie. thought we we thought it was true at the time. <laughs> But it, it's, and it may have been true at the time. It day. may have been true at the time. But, you know, things are changing so rapidly. Yeah. And, and education did so much more damage. And education and media did much more damage to this country than we ever thought. I mean, well,
5: we're and, seeing the and fruits and of that now. I will time. say, In time. In time. the movement itself, which was this nine twelve movement and all these things, were focused on the right thing. Because I think the problem was, while a lot of people were there at that moment, there it wasn't... Principle based. It wasn't a rock solid foundation. 912 was, was. No, no, I, I, well, I, some of the people in it were. Yes. I think a lot of the people in it were this is what feels right today. You know what? This new president, he sucks and uh, I don't like him and he's a Democrat and I'm going to join this. When the core of 912 was wait a minute, we've had principles and values that we need to follow. So when the mood changed, and all of a sudden, the Constitution wasn't as cool anymore. It was never cool. No, but, I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't the trendy movement at the time. All, now it was we need less free trade and more eminent domain. When that became the trendy thing, all those people left. And the people who really – and you tried. I mean, we sat here and talked about principles and, and – and, but, I mean, again, this audience is a small part of the country. The leaders, I think, in many ways – but you know, it's it's still a small percentage of the country, and so many people are so di- you know they're so disengaged. It's what did Kim Kardashian tweet yesterday? Uh, and it's difficult. I, I I don't think a lot of people when, when, are when as engaged tweet? as we. <laughs> yeah, no, I know.
0: I lost track. I'm, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't pay attention to really anything else he said. <laughs> oh, do you want to know what she tweeted? Yeah.
5: she tweeted uh, it was gun control, right? She, yeah, it was it was a gun control tweet. Let me give you the exact one because I have it uh, here because I responded to it. By the way, just a little hope. Gideon's Army, this is what happened to Gideon's
0: Army, except God did it. He kept narrowing it down. Okay, we have 30,000, we have 15,000, we have 10, we have 5. Ended up with 300. Yeah. I mean, and he was
5: like, there's no way that we can win. Yeah, you can. Go ahead. He tweeted, under current federal law, people on terror watch lists can legally buy guns. This is called the terror gap, of which I said, good try. It's actually called the Second and Fifth Amendments. (laughs) Back in just a minute.
2: Listening to the Glenn Beck program. Mercury.
0: Beginning of the um, episode today, we talked to uh, a guy named Tony. He was in the nightclub in Orlando uh, on uh, on Saturday. He is just he was at the time just getting ready to go in for surgery, second surgery now, um, and in an awful lot of pain, and also starting to be on uh, the ib uh, the IV uh, meds to get him ready for surgery. So he was very, very sleepy, but he told a riveting story that you need to hear. Tony, how are you feeling this morning?
4: I'm doing doing okay.
0: How, you were shot four times. I know your arm is shattered. Where else were you? Where else were you I
4: was, hit? I was shot four times in my back, my lower back, and uh, my left arm was destroyed. And um, um, that's about
0: it. Tony, first of all, our our prayers are with you and everybody that was uh, in that. And and thank you for talking to us. Um, thank. You so uh, what is your pro- first? What is the prognosis on you when you're shot in your lower back? That is so scary. Uh, are you are you mobile? Will you be able to be mobile again? Oh,
4: well, so far they say yes. As far as my arm, they're still trying to reconstruct it because it was it was messed up pretty bad. They opened my stomach to see if any organs or my spinal cord was hit by any other bullets, and they consider it a miracle because none of the bullets touch any other organs mm. or the spinal cord.
0: Tony, what what happened? What do you remember? When when we've heard that people thought it was part of the show, or there was something going on, when you realized uh, there was a shooter and people were dying, what what was going through your head, and what did you see?
4: Well, me and my friends, uh, Lewis, who I lost in the shooting. He was my best friend. we were barely heading out. And then as soon as the the host announced last call, we started heading for the door. And that's when I started hearing the shootings. So my instinct, and most of everybody's instinct, was just to fall on the ground and cover themselves.
0: And was that when your friend... Was shot, and I'm sorry for your loss.
4: I, I don't know because we got separated. Everything happened so quickly, and he jumped to one side. I jumped to the other side, so I didn't see him anymore.
0: So, were you shot? Were were you shot at that first um, uh, round? How long? No, I was not. How long were you on the floor? Okay, and then and what did you hear and see and what happened?
4: I would say, you know, I lost track of time and everything because everything happened so quickly. But I would say I was on the ground, um, not shot for like about 20, 25 minutes. And you were
0: and you were fine this, for twenty-five minutes.
4: Yeah, I was like covering my head, uh, put my head under the sofa because when I noticed everybody around me, the shooter was aiming for the head. Oh dear God. So my instinct was to just put my head under the sofa so I could protect it from any, any shots or whatever.
0: I'm, I'm, man, I'm sorry to, to uh, this must be horrible for you to talk about. How many people were around you that had been shot in the head that you were, I mean, I can't imagine those moments laying there and looking at friends and people you were just around. How many people did you see?
4: Around me, I could see five to my left side and two in front of me. That was shot
0: in the head. Oh my gosh, what did you, Tony? What did you hear? You know, there's, uh, there's the, the narrative in America is is changing on all different things. Was, is there any doubt in your mind, um, that this guy was an Islamic extremist doing this for Allah and ISIS or Islam?
4: Absolutely not. I don't. I don't know, I can't really answer that question. I don't I don't know.
0: Oh, so you didn't hear anything, so when you say absolutely not, you mean I you don't know.
4: I didn't hear anything cuz all I heard was gunshots and everybody was yelling and everybody was hurting and all I heard was screams and more gunshots and then the oh, cops goodness. arrived. It was chaos. And that's all I heard. Tony, how, I long, hear
0: how long did you lay on the floor bleeding?
4: It was a while. For like about an hour.
0: So you're there for twenty five minutes at first and you're you're safe. You have your head underneath the couch. Then the then what happened? The gunman comes up and Is making sure people are dead, or what happened?
4: Yeah, that's what I believe he was doing, because at some point, he stopped shooting, so I was like, it's over. I am actually pretty much going to make it. Um, I'm hoping it's over, and the cops got to him or whatever. But then, like, five minutes after, shots were getting fired again, and that's when... I don't know where I felt him shot my back. It was very bad because the bullets went through my back and they came out and hit my arm also. So my arm was destroyed and all my blood was just coming out of my arm. It was like a pool of blood. On everybody, because there was too many people around me.
0: Tony, as you're getting ready to go into for for surgery again, um, a we thank you for talking to us. When the when the gunman was finally taken out, were you still still very aware, or were you uh, starting oh, to? I was
4: um, at one point. When the gunman, I uh, kept on hearing the cops saying, uh, you have to look out because he's on the ground also. At some point, he threw himself in the ground, making it seem like he was one of the victims. So oh, wow. the cops wouldn't recognize him. And um, then after a while, I heard from far away was a cop, The cop that was closest to me at the door, asking me if I could crawl. And I told him I was just shot in the back. I didn't have no strength in my legs, and my left arm was destroyed. So it was, I had to make that decision. It was now or never. So with the only good arm that I had left, I kept it hidden under the sofa protecting my head. I started just grabbing every body that I could see on the floor and pull myself by leveraging Put the dead bodies on the floor, and I made myself, drag myself all the way to the door when he grabbed me, and he just carried me like a block away. And that's all I remember. And next thing I know, I woke up in the hospital, and they said... Uh,
0: I was a miracle, something like that. Tony, um, they're saying now that this guy, people who go to this club have have seen him before several times. Um, did you ever get a look at him face to face? Or I don't know if you go to this club, have been there before, or if you've ever seen him before. But did at you same s- night?
4: I don't. I don't go to clubs. That was the first time. I went to the club, but I could tell you this. The same guy when I saw the pictures on the news, he was there that night just buying a drink right next to me at the bar.
0: You had seen after him after earlier at the bar?
4: Yeah, after a while, he left because I don't see him anymore. So.
0: What do you take from all of this? Personally, Tony, what do you, have you, I mean, I know you're so early in on this, but what is the main thing that keeps going through your head right now?
4: I just, I just got to keep on fighting. Can't give up. And I thank everybody that's been supporting me. And I just got to keep on pushing forward because... If I'm still alive, is because you know God has a plan for me. That's the only thing I can think of.
0: Tony, get well. We'll follow your progress, and uh, we sure thank you for talking to us. And we wish you and the doctors. We will be praying for you and the doctors as you go into surgery here in the next couple of minutes. God bless you.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. That's Tony, um, who you will find uh, uh, is raising money. He doesn't have money for his, um, uh, for his operation uh, and for his medical bills. And uh, you can, you can r- help Go him. Go to GoFundMe. Right? Yeah, GoFundMe.com and look for Tony Strong, as in Boston Strong, Tony Strong. Uh, and, um, and if you want to make a donation to, to help him out. Um, I, I love the way he ended that conversation is yes. you know, God has a plan for me. And yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, go to uh, GoFundMe.com and look for Tony Strong. This week, Germany announced that their bonds that they are now offering have no yield. What does that mean? That means that people are so desperate in Europe, to find something to do with their money that they believe in, that they believe will, they will not lose their money, that they're putting them in German bonds at such a rate, the German government says, we don't have to offer any interest at all. People are just giving them the money and saying, here, take it, use it, I don't even need interest on this, keep it for 10 years. Just give it back to me in 10 years. This is what happened in Puerto Rico. When Puerto Rico did this, uh, they only got 63 cents on the dollar back. So you said, okay, Puerto Rico, okay, okay, just I'm going to help the economy. I'm going to help the government. And they said, you're going to get 100% of every, every dollar back. You got 63 cents on every dollar. By the way, Bernie Madoff, when he scammed people out of the money, they got 67 cents on the dollar. But you don't see the guys in Puerto Rico going to jail. You're not going to see the people in America going to jail. You're not going to see the people of the German, uh, the German government going to jail. When it falls apart, Brexit is really important. If if um, Britain exits the um, uh, the euro, all bets are off. All they're going to. They're going to. to. uh, Is that this weekend?
7: Exit is up by seven percentage points. I thought it was I thought it was in double. It's either. It might be. It
0: was last week. It was six or seven. Yeah. Uh, and they think that they 're going to exit, and the, the they 're going to exit. I hope they do, but it 's going to set the world on fire <laughs> yes but I hope yes. they do. I hope they keep their sovereignty, yeah, um, yeah. because that 's what this is really about and, and Unfortunately, even people in england they don 't really the, the, the polls are showing people don 't know what it really means they 're so disinterested they 're just voting on on stupid commercials they don 't really even know what it means, and this is big. The euro could collapse after Brexit. We don't know. Anyway, these are perilous times. I want you to find out if gold or silver is right for you. It is for my family. has been for a long time. And as I look at bonds, as I look at what you know you have in the stock market, I, you know where are you going to put your money? All these people in, in Europe, and people here put their money, you put your money in, in Connecticut bonds. Oh yeah, Connecticut's going to last. Oh, they've never defaulted, even during the Civil War. Uh-huh. Haven't seen what's coming now. How are you going to save something? So you're you're left with something in the end.
7: Put all my money into Pocatello Treasuries. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was thinking about yeah. putting it all in pudding because pudding <laughs> will be needed. Yeah, there's going to be. Yeah, there's
7: going to be. A time you're
6: like,
0: I just want pudding. Yeah, just, yes. I don't care what you do. Just <laughs> yeah. I want some pudding. I've invested a little bit in pudding. <laughs> uh, Gold Line. Read their important risk information at one eight six six Gold Line. One eight six
5: six Gold Line. If pudding becomes. The currency we are set. Just by visual, you've actually saved it all. That's yeah, impressive. it's all there. It's all for, still being stored
0: for maybe another 10 years and then 866 <laughs> Goldline 1866 Goldline or Goldline.com.
2: Blend back program triple eight seven two seven back. Mercury. Beck
0: program. Donald Trump is in uh, Donald Trump is in uh, in Houston, or I mean, sorry, in Dallas today. We're heading for Gillies right after we're, the show. We're really? Gotta yeah, go yeah, protest.
7: We're, yeah, I mean, oh, cheer gosh. for have him. Have you seen Have That's... you
0: seen the Have you seen the police? It's like It's like Black Lives Matter is coming to town. I mean, well, it's
7: crazy. The, also, the protesters have hired security. Where are they getting the cash for this? Thank you. Uh, I would say George Soros. Soros?
0: Uh I mean it's it's oh, really? like what well, what are we what are we into now where we got to have riot gear for people to come to town yeah and protesters have security it's a weird world <laughs> come on it's man. a weird world
7: we're in what are they worried about i guess the trump supporters yeah it should be the other way around it seems like it's been the trump supporters that are on the wrong end of the sticks lately
0: and rocks and punches well uh, th- See. F- for the first time in a very long time, Dallas had to work on its riot practice. They were out practicing wow. for riots with the shields and everything else in, in Dallas, Texas, of all places. Hey, welcome to Texas, Donald Trump.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Mercury.